Hey everybody, I'm Dom McRae from Northgard and you're listening to Brutally Delicious. I'm Bruce without the uh, camera and that's Chris. Why does it keep right. putting me in an office? I don't want to be in an office. There. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have to look at Chris through the whole interview, but... No, no, I gotta, I gotta fix this. I don't want to be in an office. It, it looks like you know. Now I can't change it. Well, nah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'll just go to none. There we go. There we this go. is my office. <laughs> look better. Yeah, much better. How you doing, man? You doing okay? Yeah, I'm. I'm fine. Uh, yeah, I just mixed up the, the schedule. So. Ah, no worries at all. What's it like over there? And where you guys? Bavaria, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I was born in Bavaria, but nowadays I live in the north of Germany, close to the Dutch, uh, between the Dutch and the Danish border. What's the uh, world situation like over there? The whole virus stuff, is it getting better? It's getting better, but I think that uh, we will have some new problems within the next weeks because, uh, you know, people are allowed to go out and the disease is spreading again. So maybe there's another lockdown coming soon. Oh, God. I think that's Uh, where we're headed to here in the States. Well, the States never had a lockdown. I mean, they just let her run. Yeah. Excuse me? The States never had, they never really had a lockdown. They just let it run. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, how is the situation over there? I I heard it's getting worse and worse. Yeah. It's in Virginia, it's okay where we are. Yeah. Um, Like, my area is, is going down quite a bit, but Florida and you know, all those other places are, yeah, they're out of control. But the worst part of it is they let Don Dawkins do a concert. Oh and, my God. Did you see that video footage? No. Oh, I don't, know. don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I, at first I thought it was one of those fake videos where they like make someone sound like, Oh, they can't sing at all. But no, it was actually real. And it was terrible. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you like docking or not, but I wouldn't I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> or okay. if, if you want to laugh, you can. But we're, we're... Okay. maybe uh, maybe I'll check it out. Later. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Nothgard. Am I pronouncing that correctly by the way? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Um what are you guys doing? Are you guys doing anything different to uh engage with your fans during all of this uh nonsense or you know, some people are doing streams or twitching or doing all that kind of stuff? Yeah, well, I mean, we were working on the single, uh, on the video stuff, and uh, but uh, we did some playthroughs, and there will be more playthroughs of some older songs of ours. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we try to engage with the people, but uh, yeah, I mean, we don't, we are not on Twitch, unfortunately, because I'm not a gamer at all. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I know nothing about it. Yeah, same here. So we, we try to, I mean, uh, that's why we released a single because this is what I can do better, I guess, uh, yeah, than, right. than you know, doing some social media stuff the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, Lightcrawler is freaking kick ass. Oh my God. Thank you it's much. been on repeat Thanks. here. Like, <laughs> so I'm a huge researcher for this podcast normally, but today, <laughs> but today I didn't have a lot of time. I'm just joking. I always, <laughs> I always prep for the interview as it comes up because it makes it more interesting. Yeah. But I, I put on Lightcrawler, and it's the only song I've listened to. 
I, it's just on repeat. Every break we have in between recording, <laughs> I just hit play again. Oh, really nice. Thank you very much. Yeah. Really appreciate it. And when I, you guys, and when I you said, guys are, I said ahead. to myself, this band needs to be on 70,000 tons of metal. That's what I said to myself. Yeah, it, w- it would be fantastic. I, I've been there, but uh, with another band. I mean, it's still fantastic, but I hope to uh, come back with Northgard. What, once band, the pandemic. what, what band were you there with? Uh, it's called Equilibrium. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. What year was that? 20... Uh, I think first time uh, 2015 and uh, second time 2017. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I've, I've seen you somewhere along the way then. Yeah, I saw both. Uh, Okay. <laughs> I may nice. not remember it exactly, but <laughs> my my yeah. beer my beer bill back then was a little higher than it would be if I go now. My, mine too, and I, I I don't know why. You know, I, I mean, uh, we we get some stuff for free, but uh, at the end, I was uh, just, my mind was blown away because it was. And for some reason, I just had a, such a high bill. I think it was all the uh, uh, whiskey, coke, and stuff. Yeah. And it was, it was I, ten bucks for one drink or something. So yeah. yeah. Oh my god! I would. I, I I got cheap and I started buying the Fosters, and like I was like I would drink them as fast as a normal beer, and yeah. like all day I was never drunk or hungover. Obviously, I was drunk, but you know. <laughs> and, and you're like, yeah, yeah. what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and then at the end of the, you get your bill, and it's like eleven dollars, eleven dollars, eleven dollars, yeah. all at the bar. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But still, let's hope uh, there is. Uh, I, I think there's another uh, seventy thousand tons of metal next year. Yeah, right? we're we're confirmed for it again this year, but I don't know what it's going to happen with all this, uh, with all this yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I honestly don't see it happening unless there's a vaccine. Yeah, yeah, or or some type of drug that can kind of, <laughs> you know, take the symptoms yeah. down to a stable level. But I, I, I hope it happens personally, but yeah. safely. Same with all yeah, the festivals absolutely. like Vakin, Hellfest. You know. Yeah. I mean, it was a really ter- uh, terrible year so far. Uh, we would have been confirmed for Wacken Masters of Rock and some other great festivals, but oh, wow. yeah, I mean, I mean, there is. I, I think we did not have any show with Northgard this year. Fortunately, I have. Yeah, I was on a European tour with Equilibrium, so at least a few shows this year. It was right before the Corona pandemic started. I mean, at that point it was still an epidemic in yeah. china and i got terrible sick during this tour and uh, i mean the whole tour uh, party got sick so nowadays we think about that it might have been corona already but i'm afraid to go out to test myself because tomorrow i want to go on holiday and if i'm yeah. positive i can't <laughs> right. yeah yeah I mean, I, I'm not positive anymore, but I mean, uh, there, there will be uh, still will be some antibodies, you know. Uh, right. Then, but yeah. if you do the antibody test, isn't that better? Because then it shows that you had it, and then you're have some degree of immunity. That's true. That's true. I mean, uh, but then I would not be allowed to travel, you know, because then I have to go into fourteen days. Oh, we just lost them. It'll come back. I have faith. Do you have faith? Yeah, come on, come on, come on, Dom. Dom, we're calling you back. There, hey, there oh, you are. there you go. Hey, we lost oh. you there for a second, but Okay, sorry, sorry. No, no, it's not your fault. 
So even if you have antibodies, you have to quarantine for 14 days? Yeah, because I think uh, uh, antibodies is just the way they, you know, um, verify that you have the disease or not. At least here, I guess, if I'm not mistaken. So they they can't say if it's antibodies because you had it a month ago or if it's still active. That's the problem. Gotcha. Ah. I didn't think of that. Anyway, let's talk about Nothgard for a second. When you guys are writing, are you guys all writing together? Or is it more the efforts of one particular member? Uh, Yeah, it's uh, mostly me. I, I write it in my studio here and then uh, i mean of course everybody is allowed to contribute uh, and this is what we actually do so when i start a song i i just sit there you know compose the first riffs i mean for light crawler it was a little bit different because i started with the keyboards and the, the lyrics because uh, the lyrics of light crawler uh, um you know were somewhere in my mind for quite some time and that's why I started with the lyrics this time. And then the keyboards, so the intro stuff, uh, and then the guitars. And at the beginning, I, I just, you know, uh, tried to come up with some very basic <clears throat> drum parts. And then I uh, send it to our drummer. And, uh, yeah, he w- has to work on it because I, I'm not a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and the, the rest of the band can, uh, of course, also participate uh, but Lightcrawler actually was mostly drummer in me this time because it was, I mean, we, we started with the song or the song was already more or less composed before the Corona stuff happened. But, you know, it is as it is. And uh, at, at the at the end, right before recording the stuff, you, you or at least me, I change everything again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know why, but I have always done it and probably always will do it like this. That's okay. So because you were kind of doing it as the coronavirus thing was happening, did you, yeah. were you guys able to go into a studio and track drums or how did you kind of at- approach that situation? I mean, uh, no, the, uh, the drums, to be honest, uh, aren't real drums on this uh, uh, singer. Yeah. Uh, so we did it, um, yeah, just with a sample library. Um, was it played? Is- was it played on a like an electronic drum kit, or was it just? Yeah, it was. It was played on an electronic drum you kit. See, and I love that. I love that. I own a virtual instrument company that makes drum libraries. And Ooh, I, which one? Uh, I own Space Cabin Audio. And, okay. um, and we run the, um, the accent engine so you can use third-party plugins within the mixer so you don't have to route everything out into Pro Tools or whatever DAW you're using okay. to use your yeah. plugins. And, um, and we just did the, we just released the uh, Joe Barisi pack and now we're doing Andy Johns and um, Jim Scott. But, um, okay. but uh, you know, a lot of people kind of look at it and say, oh, that's not real. But it is real. Because yeah. it's just as good, if not better, and you have more control. That that's that's the point. To be honest, um, you know, so many people always say, "Oh, when you tell them that the drums are not real, you know, they don't like it anymore." Yeah. Uh, but in my opinion, ninety-nine percent fake drums sound better because you have more possibilities. You know, more possibilities to process. Afterwards, everything is super clear. Uh, you can, you know, just put any preamp on it. It, it can be a plugin. It can be uh, outboard gear, whatever. But yeah, but I mean, in this situation, it, it was the best we could do. And 
maybe let's see. I thought uh, the drum sounded killer. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. I, I thought so too. <laughs> quite, <laughs> quite right. Drums. I mean, our guitarist told me, yeah, man, uh, the drums are too modern for me. So, But I said, yeah, but they have to sound huge, you know, bigger than life. This is how yes. I like drums. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, this may be a question you won't answer, but what library did you use? Okay. Uh, we used uh, the Superior Drama 3, and there's that add-on. I think it was the Death add-on. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Death of Darkness. And I think it was um, Death. Yeah. yeah. Good library. But I don't, don't ask me what specific drum no, kit no, it was no. or whatever. Uh, because I, I really don't know anymore. But uh, I think we just mixed up the symbols. And I, I, I remember we had a, a Skype session, uh, the, the drummer and me. And we, we went through all the, the, the symbols and said, okay, maybe this or that. And we, then we changed it. Especially the, the ride, it was... I think it's always hard to find a, a good ride. It is, Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there's tons of, I don't know, there's the Slate stuff on it. I think uh, the, the snare was, uh, there's also one uh, real outboard LA610 on it, a preamp. Oh, nice. Uh, something Such like a, that. I love the 610. It's, yeah, me too. <laughs> it's so, like, you can't get the gain out of it. It's like, and, and it gets noisy, but it just sounds so warm. I love that yeah, preamp. True, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of, I mean, the, the single set, the basic setup I'm, I'm working with right now because I'm working on uh, more songs. And it's, it's really nice because, um, you know, I can compose with, with a great sound. Yeah. It inspires me a lot. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's different, like, when you're writing and you already have that template set up and it sounds yeah. like a record, Yeah, you're not fighting, like, with equalizers and all this crap all the time. You're just yeah. expressing yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So much different than spending two years in a studio with an engineer and a producer and, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, sometimes it's hard if you want to compose something from scratch and you work with one guitar panned left, one right, and then you think, if it's not processed already, you think, oh my, oh, it sounds too thin, and you start all over again and again, and you know. Uh, and actually, you would not need anything more, but it's just a sound. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Sorry, I'm going technical, Bruce. Yeah, you're being nerdy. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Nothgard since that's why we're here, Chris. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. We were talking about the recording <laughs> process. <laughs> when you're writing your songs, are you writing like with the live setting in mind, like how it's going to come across live on stage? Or are you writing the song just for the song's sake? Nowadays, I have the live setting in mind. Back in the days, not <laughs> what forced me to practice a lot before the shows, you know, right? Uh, because it was, you know, it was just like it has to sound good on record. And then there were sometimes uh, six guitars, maybe four lead guitars somewhere. And, you know, it was always hard double leads on the so uh, in the solo parts and stuff. I mean, we still do it. But uh, now I think the groove is more important to me than uh, everything else. Not every song has to be super fast because the, uh, 
I mean, once I think it was another big festival in Germany. It was it was it was fantastic. The crowd was really good, but I also recognized that uh, that all the songs were simply too fast because uh, for me it was way too fast. I, you know, singing, playing uh, the, the leads and stuff, and I also saw. That the, that the people got exhausted. I mean, they had super fun and they were partying, but I think from time to time there should be a slower song which is really groovy, and this is what matters yes. to me nowadays. I 100% agree. I like the groove. I think that's the most important thing to me. Yeah, yeah for sure. Chris? Um, I only have technical questions, so I don't go, know. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Are you guys using Pro Tools or Logic or Cubase? What are you using? We're using Cubase. Yeah, yeah. Why, why, yeah. why did you choose to go with Cubase? Well, honest uh, answer. I started with Cubase. I mean, so many years ago, I never changed it, and um, now we we also got a contract with Cubase, some some kind of you know endorsement stuff. There you yeah. go. Uh, I mean, I really like it, and for me, it's simply. Uh, seems to be too much of an effort to switch the door. Oh yeah, uh, it's crazy. I don't know. I mean, nowadays, uh, I know exactly what I have to do. You know, uh, all the, the all the setup parts and whatever. So, yeah. and the drum yeah. editor in Cubase is awesome to have. Yeah, true, true. Very. Yeah, easy. yeah. I don't use the uh, the Superior Drummer or other drummers um, editor. I always go with the Cubase one. Yeah, it's so handy and it just works all the time. Yeah. So the the only thing what I don't like um, with Cubase is the uh, audio export function because when you do it in real time, uh, sometimes it does not work. I don't know. Even if if my yeah, I have the problem. I mean, the computer is super fast. It's uh, but sometimes it it simply stops during the mix down. I don't know why. I already ask support, uh, but but that's the only issue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I never do anything in real time ever. I um, I'm an offline guy. I'm all software. The only time I oh. use hardware is going in. That's it. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, but that's the problem, you know. When when there's some some nice compressors, I I mean, I use most of the time I use plugins, but at the mix bus or something, there's some output gear or at the first stage, uh, the preamp section. Oh yeah, yeah. If you see the, um, if you ever get a chance to try out the Plugin Alliance Shadow Hills bus compressor, yeah, I, I think it was on I, on the final product. It's oh, yeah. not, but um, there are two two different versions. There's, yeah, there's the, the Class the, A and then the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Class right. A one gets a bit harsh for me with distorted guitars, mm -hmm. but I like it more with like cleaner music. But the the original one with metal, I just I can't get enough of it. I just yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. The friend of mine has the hardware version. Oh my so, god! Uh, I was I was really thinking, you know, just to to drive to him and say, okay, just run it through the through the. <laughs> and that's it. You know? No, no, I they, they have that preset on there called discrete iron, and I, yeah. I I just turn it on there and adjust the threshold a bit, and I just leave it. It's just it just rips. Yeah, it's it's great. It's a great plugin. Yeah. And I also got recently the um, uh, uh, Nero DSP. Do you know Nero DSP? Yeah, of course. Yeah, the Granifier amp. I think that, I, also, I think that's I the most, yeah. I think that's the most underrated amp sim there is. 
That thing yeah, it, is amazing. Yeah, and, it's really good. And I picked up Parallax too, the bass distortion one. The Parallax is on the record. It's the bass tune. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You, we're connecting right now. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, Bruce, let's I'll talk stop, about Northgard since that's why we're here. We are talking about <laughs> Northgard. <laughs> if fans want to get a hold of you, where do they find you? Are you guys pretty... Uh, available online yeah i mean yeah of course there, there's like everything there's instagram there's facebook there's Bandcamp, there's youtube uh, spotify all the stuff so we're pretty much everywhere but i think we're most active on facebook uh yeah instagram uh, Unfortunately, unfortunately, no Twitter. I mean, we have Twitter, but <laughs> I don't know. It's it's. I think it's more like a US thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, in Europe, I don't know any people who who really use Twitter here. Really? Yeah. Our, our fearless least... leader uses it every day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. God. Don't even get me fucking started. Yeah, every... yeah. Everyone laughs like, oh, God. <laughs> I didn't want to mention, so glad you did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. All right, uh, so, I'm in a shitty enough mood as it is, Bruce. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> all right, sorry. So this is not a gear question. It's, it's more pertinent and more important. Is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> no, not to me. <laughs> really, why? Isn't the definition of a sandwich like something meat between two pieces of bread? Yeah, I think you're right in here, but I think a sandwich is something different. For me, a sandwich is, I don't know, toast. Maybe it's toast. There, there, you're right. There's something in between, but there is a salad. There's, a, <laughs> there's just more. Like a hot dog is one one piece of bread, usually, not two. But what if it so splits? Wait, what if it splits? What, yeah, so you're saying that if the if it splits, then, then it's a sandwich? I or it requires lettuce. No. A sandwich <laughs> requires lettuce. It's something different, but I thought uh, I, I get you with that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Why do we always ask this question? I don't know. Um, it's and it's people, question. And we're so popular, nobody does the research on our show. So <laughs> they're always surprised by this. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. I need to think about it. <laughs> All right. So while we're thinking about it, we got to go here in a minute. But the last one I got for you is... Is cereal a soup? No. <laughs> Why? Wait a second here. How is it not a soup? What's the definition of soup? Something liquid in a bowl, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. And you can have cold soup because you can go to Russia and get borscht or you can get gazpacho, right? That's cold. Yeah. So why so why isn't Fruit Loops considered a, a soup? <laughs> well, to my to my understanding, I think borscht is not uh, not that kind of soup that I would call a soup. But maybe it's maybe it's just me. I, don't know. I said earlier today, what if they made beet loops as cereal? So like, so, you get, so it was like it was like a borscht cereal, and I was like, that's disgusting. That thought just disgusts me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I need to call our former bassist. He loves, uh, I mean, he's from Russia and uh, uh, he's maybe the, the guy who can define what borscht is. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Dom, Dom, I don't have anything else. And if Chris, you don't, then. Uh, well, we I, could talk, I could talk gear all day, but I won't. I'll let you go and enjoy the rest well, of the day. 
I mean, it was a fantastic interview. Uh, great questions. I mean, the soup, the serious stuff. Is also, uh, also the gear questions. Really appreciate it. We try and keep it a little bit different than everybody else, just to just to have some fun. Yeah, but it, it, I mean, it's nice, and uh, I'm glad that it worked out. Even if I was late for the first run. <laughs> no worries at all. Good luck with the uh, with the record. Stay safe, my friend, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, same to you. Thank you very much and have a nice day. Rock on. We'll see you. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Welcome to my 120 seconds or less of brutally delicious. I'm Ashley, and today we are checking out Chain Snap that comes straight out of Wisconsin. Now, after forming in 2002, they released their debut album called Hollow in 2004. And it wasn't until 14 years later that they finally came out with another album. They definitely bring their own twist to your classic thrash metal sounds. Um, it kind of looks like they struggled with lineups through the years, but I think it's really important to add that they definitely did not let that hinder that classic thrasher sound that they stepped out with. Burn Internal was released in 2018, and I'm not exactly good with names, but whoever the two guitarists are, they got some sweet ass riffs in that Adrenaline Junkie song about halfway through that just Give you that super sinister feeling that no one can mess with you, you know? Chain Snap is definitely a welcome addition to my playlist. Their albums can be found anywhere you want to look for it, like Apple Music, Spotify, or YouTube. And Burn Internal can also be found as a limited edition Euro import right across the pond. So check them out, and we will catch you next time. Hey you, do you have any plans this year? Ha! How's that going? Did you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony, also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at 20. 020-D.com, soundtalentmedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app.